This week in episode 482 of the RV Podcast. Inside information on a new development in the Southwest where RVers can buy their own multi-acre RV property. A look at the RV company that started the whole van life movement half a century ago. News about an RV company that instituted a very successful four-day work week for its employees with no change in productivity or their pay. All this plus the RV News of the Week and your questions coming up in episode 482 of the RV Podcast. Hello everybody, I'm Mike Wendland and this is my lifelong travel companion and my bride Jennifer coming to you today from beautiful Okaloosa Island, Florida in the Sunshine State, bright sun. We should have recorded this two hours ago because it's the noon sun kind of focusing <laughs> on us. Back out there is the Gulf of Mexico, which you would have seen if we had done this earlier this morning or we could wait around till sunset and do it then, but no, we are going to do it now. So anyway. Um, we are enjoying Florida. The weather is about uh, 65 degrees or so, which isn't too bad. No, uh, today has really shaped up to be a beautiful day. The entire couple of weeks we've been down here, we've had foggy rain, yeah. warm, but uh, yeah, not yeah. what you think of as Florida weather. Hey, we want to remind you that this podcast is available in audio form, of course, on all of your favorite podcast apps and on video uh, form, in video on our RV Lifestyle YouTube channel. So you get it both ways. Hey, we want to first of all talk about um, just the phenomenal growth that we have experienced in our brand new RV Lifestyle community. And you find that at community.rvlifestyle.com. We soft launched that. It seems like it was just yesterday, but it was about a month ago. Mm -hmm. And we are um, uh, well over 7,000 members now, and it is growing all at the rate of close to 200 a day. That is how amazing this has been. And uh, the feedback that we get from people is that they appreciate how friendly it is, how warm it is, that there's none of that nastiness that you see on Facebook, and we have really enjoyed all of that. It's free, and we invite you to come and be a part of it. Yeah, and uh, you added new uh, spaces to talk about various RV lifestyle interests and have been doing wonderful interactive live streams. Yes, we did a whole bunch during the Florida RV show and what we do with those live show streams is we like to bring on, you know, special guests who have expertise in the topics that we're talking about. And uh, it's just, you need to experience it. And if you haven't, please go over and join it, community.rvlifestyle.com. You know, I think the most important thing is it's a real sense of community that has developed, making members, you know, making friends and using instant chit chat and sharing tips and ideas about campground recommendations and travel routes and troubleshooting tips. And all of that done in more of a cooperative loving attitude <laughs> yeah i think so if you've been on facebook you know how nasty big tech social media can get plus the privacy issues and all the other things so this has been a real refreshing uh, breath of fresh air so to speak check it out community.rvlifestyle.com you know there are only a few places in the u.s where people can enjoy temperatures in the 70s 
in the harshest months of winter time. And one of those is Arizona. Uh, and the problem that you find so often is most of those awesome places like that uh, are very expensive, they're crowded for RV living, public parks as you know are really hard to get into. Well we have uh, been talking now for a couple of weeks about uh, RV properties that we have heard uh, outside of Phoenix that uh, are going to be sold off on February 3rd and as you're listening to this podcast that's the following Saturday so um, this is pretty timely and it's at, at pretty good prices too they sound amazing these are ranch styled size properties to two acres to five acres in size they're designed for privacy with elevated sites and big valley views there's driveways and pads and electric and you can get all of this put in um, the best part is they have access to Alamo Lake, which is a phenomenal lake in Arizona. And of course, uh, for those of you who like ATVs and four-wheel drives, the uh, Arizona Peace Trail, uh, which is a, a phenomenal thing in and of itself, is right nearby. These prices start at $39.9 and uh, there's great owner financing available. Um, no reservations. You don't need it because it's going to be your land. There's no time limits. You can stay as long as you want. No crowded parks. You can share it. You can rent it. Whatever you want because it's your property. And I can tell us uh, that we have owned our own RV properties. Ours happens to be in Tennessee, but we have owned ours now for about two years. And this is a growing trend for RVers across the country. People are really interested in owning their own land. They've had it with trying to find reservations that you have to get, you know, a year in advance in some places. So check it out. It's uh, BigAZLand.com. BigAZLand.com is the website. And uh, this week I, I called up uh, Eric Posniak, who is behind this development. He's one of the organizers of it and will be uh, handling a lot of the details on that sale coming up. And we wanted to get some information from Eric about just where it is and what it's like. Uh, asking him some questions about things like utilities and water and all important questions. Uh, many of you have written us and said we need more information on it. So we thought we'd have Eric on the program and he joins us right now. Joining us right now to talk about this exciting property is our friend Eric Posniak. And Eric, as I look at those pictures, this is a pretty cool development. Uh, yes, Mike. Uh, this happens to be probably the coolest project we've ever had. Um, we have never had a project with a lake this close, and uh, we are absolutely thrilled and excited about this. First, let's talk a little bit about the location. It says uh, sort of near Phoenix and out there in the west, you know, near can be uh, an hour and a half, two hours. It can be four hours. So um, give us a, a little understanding of where this, uh, this development is located. Sure, absolutely. So we are located just an hour and 30 minutes west of Phoenix. We're going to be smack dab in between Quartzsite and Wickenburg, Arizona. Uh, this sale that you have coming up uh, is on February 3rd, correct? That is correct. That is going to be our grand opening. First time that we're showing this project. Talk about the project a little. You say uh, it's, uh, it's near a lake. Describe that. Uh, tell us a little bit about the land itself and how big these properties are, what they're like. Sure, sure, absolutely. So as I already mentioned, we are very, very excited about this project. 
Uh, we've never had a project this close to a lake. And in fact, this Alamo Lake, I like to say, is one of the best kept secrets in Arizona. Um, I've been with our company almost a decade. We've done lots of projects in the state of Arizona. I personally just found out about this lake about a year ago. And um, over the last month or so, I've had a chance to spend a lot of time out there. It is absolutely gorgeous, not crowded, just a very, you know, very few boaters on there. And uh, they are known for some of the best bass fishing uh, in the state of Arizona. Every summer, they're catching record bass out of this lake. Uh, you know, aside from that, you know, we, we call this the ultimate recreational property. We have, uh, you know, our, it is extremely RV friendly. Uh, La Paz County, which we uh, reside in, uh, they, they love RVers. That's where Quartzsite is as well. So they encourage RVers to uh, uh, come to the county and enjoy everything that it has to offer. Um, our property also, for all those off-roaders out there, uh, our, our property also backs up to an access point to the Arizona Peace Trail, which is a 675-mile off-road uh, trail that people from all over the country and in, in fact all over the world come to ride. So uh, very, very exciting about this property. And then on top of it to have uh, properties with electricity available, uh, we have a total of 70 lots on this project. And uh, you know, it's, it's just very unique. We're surrounded completely by BLM and public land. So uh, uh, you know, another thing I think we've talked in the past, uh, you know, you know how much I love dark skies, and there's this is there's, there's no exception to the dark sky out here. Now you you mentioned electricity available, and that makes me think, well, that's great. We can run our AC units, but talk about the climate on this project. Uh, I'm pretty intrigued by what you're saying about how how the climate's a little different than you'd think about the desert country out there. Yeah, so uh, one of the big draws, as as you know, with Arizona, uh, a lot of people like to escape those cold climates, uh, whether it's uh, Michigan or Wyoming or Idaho, you know, and that's why we see a lot of people coming down to the Quartzsite and Yuma area in Arizona. You know, uh, the, the harshest days in winter are still pretty darn pleasant out here um, on our project. You know, you're looking at 60s and 70s you know, in, in, on a cold day. How, how big are these lots that uh, you're selling for uh, RVs? The majority of the lots are going to be between two and three acres in size. So, you know, uh, plenty of room for plenty of RVs. Uh, we do have, you know, probably a dozen or so that are a little bit larger up to about seven acres if somebody's looking for that. And electricity is at the site. Is that, is that correct? That's correct. Uh, so out of the 70 lots, 65 of the lots will have electricity available to them. That's a big process right there, a big a big benefit. What about, you're in the desert, what about water? Um, if I remember Arizona and Nevada and that area, most of the folks uh, end up, I suppose you could drill a well, but most of the mm -hmm. people bring in their water. Is that right? You have a, a storage tank or you have tankers come out to your unit? Yeah, and, and that that's a great question, you know, especially these days out in the Southwest, everybody's talking about water. So, you know, with our project, you actually do have the right to drill your own well. Now, it can be a little bit costly, and, 
if you're not going to be living out there full time, it may not make sense. So what everybody does out there, they just take advantage of the community well, which is literally eight miles down the road, nice paved road, all the way down to the community well. You can either haul it yourself or you can have it delivered. Um, I'm a, I have property in Arizona. I, I prefer having it delivered uh, than hauling it. But uh, out on this project, uh, get this, for $5 plus a, a, a penny a gallon is what it costs from the community well. So you can see how it really makes more sense if you're just coming out for maybe six months out of the year. Absolutely. Uh, that's awesome. And uh, the the property restrictions, so many places around the country, you know, you really can only be there so many days a year or you can't do this, you can't do that. What's the What's the restrictions on the property out there? Okay, I love this question because there are very few restrictions. As I mentioned earlier, uh, La Paz County is very RV friendly. This is one of the first projects we've had where you can literally, if you wanted to, live in your RV full time. Okay, um, as far as some of the other restrictions out there, they're very, very minor. Things that most people would appreciate, such as, you know, you can't have a junkyard, you know, uh, that type of thing. And, um, you know, quite frankly, you know, over the years and all of our projects that we've done, we've learned that most of our customers, they really don't like to be told what to do. And that's worked out very well for us over the years. All right. Uh, Eric, uh, talk about the price and then uh, give everybody that website again that they can go for more information because... Uh, I got a feeling uh, it's going to be a very busy day on February 3rd, and they're going to want to get those get a get get a time slot for you. Yes, absolutely, and we do still have some great time slots available. We're about a week and a half away, or actually less than a week. I'm sorry, a week from tomorrow we'll be out on site. So uh, you know, our website is BigAZLand.com, and uh, we are um, offering two to five acre size lots starting at 39.9 with electricity. So again, that's a bigazland.com. All right. Well, I uh, wish you great success. I think uh, we talked to you a couple of years ago with one of your projects out in Nevada and everybody just is loving that still. And I see everybody, you've got quite a community there. And yes, this sir. one, um, not far from Quartzsite, not far from Phoenix, uh, beautiful country. And Eric, uh, we'll do a follow-up and see how you do on uh, on February 3rd, and we'll uh, we'll keep in touch. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Mike. All right. We thank Eric for uh, making some time. Check that out. Their big sale is coming up this Saturday, bigazland.com. All right. Now let's find out what is on everybody's mind, and the best way to do that is through social media, right? Yeah, and our Wendy Boyer is the one to go to when you want to know what's happening. Wendy heads up our team of moderators on uh, both our RV Lifestyle community and our Facebook group, and uh, she's got for us this week the social media buzz. Hi, everybody. In our RV lifestyle community in the space called Traveling with Pets, we had a post recently from Bonnie. Now, Bonnie was in the South Southwest, and apparently in this area, there are these horrible little spurs called goat head spurs. They look like a tiny goat head, and they're super sharp. And she was there with her dog, and she was out walking her dog, and these things got all caught in her dog's paws. So in our community, she shared this tip 
of a solution. She bought doggy booties and she shared a picture of her dog wearing these booties so everyone could see. She said that uh, these spurs are so nasty and they're in the south southwest right now and when she put these on her dog the problem was solved. And this post uh, got the eyes of a lot of dog owners. Um, Kathy must have been in the same area recently. She said her little dog jumped out of their truck, got these things all over his paws, and she just the dog just laid down and went two feet and couldn't go anymore. So she was planning to get some booties, as was Heidi from Montana, who's planning a trip to Arizona, and sounded, said that, thank you for the tip. This sounds like a great idea. So um, get those paw protection for your dog. Also in the community, we had a post from Robin in the general discussion area with a cleaning tip. So Robin said her floor of her rig is maybe 26 feet long. So what she does to clean it is she sprays the ground with a vinegar water combination and then she gets those mats, those dust mats that you get for your hands and she puts them on her feet and then she slides around and she took a picture of what it looked like on her feet. And that was really fun to see. Doreen said, all you need, Robin, is some good music and you can get to town there. And Tracy said it was a great idea. So that was also a fun one to see. And then over in our Facebook group, I'd like to tell you about a post from Liz that really got people talking. So Liz and her husband, they're from Texas and they're planning an epic trip this summer and fall. We're talking 5,641 miles, about a 10 week long adventure and they're just traveling the west in this big loop. They're hitting the national parks, the giant trees, those beautiful coastlines. And Liz shared this uh, map of where they're going and said she's putting the finishing touches on. Um, one thing I liked about Liz's post is she shared that they're retired, they take their time, they don't go more than 200 to 250 miles between stops. And she shared a picture of a decal they put on the rig. Uh, get this, it says, Adventure Before Dementia. That was really cute to see. And the map was very inspiring for a lot of folks. Uh, one person in the group, she, he said, you guys, you have no idea how much work goes into planning a trip like this. And Liz said she has a three inch thick binder full of details for her planning. Um, many people gave Liz a couple suggestions of things she might wanna see. And she took note, it looked like. And then many others just thanked her for the inspiration. It was the type of uh, trip that I think many of us dream on going to take one day. So that's it for me this week. I'm Wendy Boyer, and I'll see you in either the RV Lifestyle community or Facebook group. Well, thank you very much, Wendy, for that report. I always look forward to what Wendy uh, shares for everybody to hear. And those little booties on your <laughs> pet's feet. I think that if you don't own any, it's probably a good idea to have some. I know when we were in Minnesota for watching uh, sled dog racing, a vet up there gave uh, the dog we had then, uh, Bo's predecessor, Ty, a pair of those booties because it was so cold out there for his paws. So too hot, too cold, the different uh, burrs and things that are in different environments that we're not used to. I think if you have a pet, carrying a pair of booties is a good idea. Yep, um, there's even this thing that you can you can spray on their, on their paws too to help them out. Uh, you can check all that stuff out, but the booties uh, you know, they really did make a difference, particularly in, in that cold weather. Mm -hmm.
Hey, this part of the podcast is brought to you by Mobile Must Have. Mobile Must Have is the exclusive internet provider that we use for our internet when we are on the road. And um, they are a, um, a service, a website that is built by RVers and for RVers. And I think that that's a main thing. They have all of the gizmos and gadgets you need for the mobile lifestyle, but particularly uh, of interest to us is all of their internet stuff. Now, we have a system called the Ultimate Road Warrior System Phone, and it is amazing. It uses Starlink, and it uses cellular networks, multiple networks to come up with the best signal, all the time measuring who has the strongest and, and favoring that. But that's just the ultimate system. They have uh, so many different uh, systems tailored to the needs of RVers. Different RVers have different needs. Some are, are uh, travelers on just weekends, and you don't need constant connectivity. You don't need super high speeds. You want to stream movies. They got them starting uh, for that level. And then uh, for, for, uh, for those who need more robust for Zoom calls, uh, different uh, systems, different routers, all uh, the routers that they use are from the kind of the gold standard in internet mobile uh, routers, and that is Peplink. Uh, they are known for their reliability and for their uh, technological innovation, and that's the, the type that you can get through mobile must-have. Uh, but they have um, some other things as well. They've got great water filtration systems. They got all the cabling that you may need for a system. They can help you with Starlink and integrate it. And what I really like about Mobile Must Have is they will do a consultation with you. You can discuss the things that you need in your, in your unique situation and they'll design a system just for you. Give them a call uh, and uh, we were going to send you to the website and that's where you can actually book a call. If you just go rvlifestyle.com slash mobile must have. rvlifestyle.com slash mobile must have and, and if you uh, Go to Mobile Must Have. You will uh, you'll be able to use the coupon code RV Lifestyle 10, and you can get 10% off the cost of your purchase. Again, RVLifestyle.com/slash/MobileMustHave. And now it's time for the interview of the week. And I've got to say that when we were at the RV Super Show last week, we noticed. Uh, a whole bunch of proliferation of Class B camper vans. Camper vans. Uh, now, they've been popular for a long time, but mm -hmm. I don't think I have ever seen more Class B uh, RVs on the market as we did at the uh, Florida RV Super Show in Tampa. Uh, it was everywhere you looked. And, you know, it's the manufacturers will tell you, oh, everything's great, but it has been a tough sales year for most RV manufacturers this year. It's been very tough. And the one bright spot has been Class Bs. Now, uh, so we have always had kind of a soft spot in our heart for Class Bs, even though we don't own one anymore, but that's how we started. And then one brand in particular that we started with, Road Trek. And that, that was 12 years ago. Whoa. 12 years ago, how time flies. So when we saw them at the, at the show, we were happy to go visit and catch up uh, with some of our old friends from there. But we couldn't help but notice that they were celebrating the 50th anniversary of Road Trek, 50 years ago. Now, uh, Lisa Travel Vans is celebrating their 60th, and they make Class B+. Plus. They used to make these, but uh, when they started 60 years ago, they were making just uh, trailers, like uh, utility trailers. Um, so the, the ones who really started the whole camper van movement is Road Trek. 
So we caught up with them at the show and we got a, 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 an update on what's going on with Road Trek and um, the significance of 50 years in the, uh, in, the, in the camper van industry. If you've followed us for a long time, you may know that we began our RV lifestyle journey back in 2012 when we bought a Road Trek camper van known for its versatility and recognized by three little windows up front. The Canadian company making those vans was called Road Trek, and this year that company, with new owners now based in France, is still very much in business and still building sharp, distinctive Class B RVs in Ontario. This year, it celebrates its 50th anniversary, and at the Florida RV Super Show in Tampa, I ran into two old friends, and as they showed me their newest van commemorating the half-century mark, we had a wide-ranging conversation about the importance of the Class B segment of the industry and how Road Trek single-handedly began the whole van life movement. Okay, here is Trouble, Mike Williams from Road Trek, and Nick Schmidt from Sunshine State RVs in front of, what's this Chase this is 50? Our, this is our 50th anniversary of Road Trek. Road Trek uh, brand came uh, onto market in 1974. So 2004, so we're introducing 2024, our, Mike. 2024, thanks. That's why you We're introducing our, our Chase 50th anniversary. Well, so we did a, made a couple changes. Chase has become uh, one of our best sellers in 2023. It really, uh, really climbed as far as the desire with the twin bed, the back, no bathroom. And uh, we just did a couple, uh, couple of changes, and yeah. uh, we can have a look if you'd like. Yeah, let's take if a look. you like it? I love it. You know what I really like about it is how comfortable the beds are because they're actual beds. They're not like couches that turn into beds. They are, they are very thick, very comfortable beds. They do have seat belts on one side. They can be a huge king size bed or they can be two queen beds very easily. Pull that out for me, Nick. All of this moves very easily. It's very thick, has the Truma air conditioner. It has the sage green cabinetry. So it has like a two-tone. How cool is that? That is very cool. Uh, has some really cool LED lights underneath. This is like the new 50th anniversary touches that it has. Um, it also has the 600 amp hours of lithium batteries. It has the uh, ton of solar on the roof. It has a big inverter. This is such nice color. This Isn't that nice cool? Check this out. You ever seen a white fridge? I mean, that just no. brightens it. It really brightens it up. Usually, you ever seen a white fridge full of stuff? <laughs> I think I helped myself out here. Go. A couple oh, of these uh, things. Yeah. There you go. Um, but what's very nice. What's cool is little touches like that make make the van feel a lot more wide open rather than a black or a stainless fridge. What are some of the other cool things about the 50th? So we actually changed our seat belts from this side on all a standard on all our vans uh, on the twin twin bed or the side facing sofa. We put the seat belts on this side so if anybody's sitting here riding the back while traveling, they can you can actually have conversation. You're not restricted from view. And uh, I like how open it is too. So the whole side. Yeah, we moved the wardrobe from wide. that side. Put LED lighting underneath. The beds are headrests. You can put your glasses here and your and your waters and your books and uh, and they're very comfortable. So it's been a while since um, we've seen you guys. Tell us how Road Trek has been doing. Well, we're innovating. We I mean, we just launched our new Westphalia, yeah. which is now introduced at this show for uh, 2024. We brought it back to North America from our. Uh, our mothership, if you will, Rapido in uh, in, uh, in Europe. Yep. Yeah. But we're coming out with some new things, the new body paints that are really taking off. I think the I uh, silver really and blue. Yeah, that I cold think, uh, blue. 
I think we just got it to you, and I think you might have. Uh, We've already sold some of them. You already sold it, so the people have seen it, and they're just they're just falling in love with the color because so many things are white or silver or gray. It's like the Class B industry kind of sticks to those three colors, but when you do something out of the box, you know, Road Trek has been out of the box since they started making these vans. The first real manufacturer in the 70s, and then the biggest manufacturer from the 70s into the 2000s, and then in 2013 or 14, coming out with lithium, we were just talking about. I they were the we first. We had the very first production lithium van yes. that, that, that any RVer and it, and it was up, Road Trek. Did not blow up. I did glow in the dark for a few days, but you know, it was okay. And let's just touch base on that. That was over 15 years ago, correct? Uh, no, no, that was in, uh, that was about 12 years ago, okay. 11, 12 years ago. Yeah. track of time. So 12 years ago, and we started uh, engineering that before that, and we're not using the exact same, what we used 12 years ago, but the same idea, the same components, yeah. the same uh, engineering. So we have 12 years of investment uh, into yeah, this system. Good. So we paid, and, and as you know, we had to pay the price for doing something no one's ever done before. That means there was a lot of problems back the then. And trying to, you know, Steve Jobs came out with the first one. Everybody else. You know, I also yeah. had. I also Five bought the first iPhone. I bought it the first day it came out. I bought it. I was the first one in the world to buy it on say okay. when it's 6 p.m. I, I did it on live TV and uh, yeah really? I did. so you got the first iPhone so I had the first iPhone and the first, first with lithium. Oh, do you still have it no I wish I did more yeah. thousands of wow. but you know I think um, I thought he was leading us up for the first I'm 50. Saying, no, I, I'm leading you buying I'm, this today Mike I'm leading you back we will give you the best deal ever on this <laughs> and it's the first one Mike let's say have you talked to my wife she wants us to get a B again but I wanted to go back just to the history of road track because I don't think people understand that the whole van life movement yeah. was really uh, originated with road track yeah. and it started Hanemeyer? started 50 Jack Jeff, exactly. Jeff and Jeff is a family owned business 50 years ago that's when van life really began everybody thinks it's something in the last couple three years but no. it was these vans made in in uh, Ontario and uh, cool you know yeah. the other great thing I'll just touch on that that was a family business father that innovated his first van Developed Home and Park was the original yeah. company. Then it went into the road track, and then his son took it over. Um, and today we have a three generation. A grandfather started Rapido, uh, and then the father took it over. Now the son's taking over. So we have it's almost like a full circle of family owned, and we're one of the only family owned businesses left in this industry. It's a, yeah. uh, it's a you know all corporate. Now, now Nick and Sunshine State RVs, yeah. you are the largest Class B dealer in the country, if we I are, am yes. correct. We sell all we sell are Class Bs all over the country. Yeah, but you were right when you said, "Here's trouble." Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Nick and I go back 12 years as well yeah. as I do he's with a good, you. He's a good guy. So, talk to me in general about the Class B movement. How big is that still? Uh, we've heard all of this other stuff about, you know, the B pluses and the C's and stuff, but this still is the the best selling part of the RV industry, isn't it? Even in this downturn we've seen in the last year. I I would agree. Yeah. I, yeah. So there has been a downturn, but the Class Bs have not downturned near as much as travel trailers, fifth wheels, Class As, any of that. They they've been steady. They're still making more, becoming more innovative. All a lot of the industry is turning to these smaller vans. Every manufacturer is now making a small van. Every dealership is now carrying small vans. It is it is the only shining spot in the whole RV industry right now. Are the, are the class B? Why vans. do you think that is, Mike Williams? Well, I think I think for one, the, in the motorized, the class A is the full timer. 
the B plus and the C's are the sum timers, and the class B is the any timer. Ooh, you should so, coin that phrase. So I think I think that that that's uh, a good phrase. I think that's why people are using. Uh, you make bands, that up just you, now. You can use it anytime you want. You no, actually, that? Uh, that was a while ago. Oh, yeah. So good job. that's why I think people are buying vans because this isn't any type of vehicle. I don't have to, you know, make plans. I just get in to go. So I, it makes sense. So the trends in in, in bees, and it was started by Roadtrack. We got to give credit where it's due. Yeah, is, fifty uh, years. It, uh, I'm, and now I'm going to go down to now lithium, off-road stuff, boondocking. Um, these vans. Uh, now you sell a lot of these, Nick. Who buys these? So. Vans like this, they will be almost retired or retired couples, typically. Single um, women. Single women is a big um, audience for the road trek, particularly, but also vans because they're easy. They're they're not very threatening. Um, they're not very intimidating to drive. Very easy to drive. Very easy to park. Easy to Length, to work. Fit any parking spot. Fit in regular spots. They can go to their kid's house. They can stop anywhere they want, and it, it is not very intimidating. So single women like them newly retired or about to be retired couples and then we we sold some the other day to a family with two kids and they want to go homeschool around the country and so they bought a pop top and so they had two beds down here two beds up there and they're homeschooling around the country so pretty pretty innovative cool things that uh people are doing with them well it's hard to think back that this has been 50 years now and um i love this new unit i love the colors it uh, it feels fresh and clean and uh I'm glad to see Road Trek. Uh, I'm glad to see still you, the, you and yeah. your wife. I appreciate yeah. you guys. We go back a well, long time. And, I remember it was called Road Trekking back in the day. Yeah, by the way, I still own that domain. So, oh, you do? You know, maybe I'll come back with this oh, more Road Trekking. Road Trekking. I wrote roadtrekking.com. Yeah. I could sell it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate you stopping in to see Yeah. Awesome. Sunshine State RVs, Gainesville, Florida. Look them up on the web. Uh, free delivery biggest, anywhere in the country? Free delivery. Mike Williams, who is Mr. Road Trek in my mind. Thank you. And uh, thank you. you guys for the tour. And uh, we'll keep seeing it. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. It's hard to find company, particularly in the RV industry, that's been along, around that long. So uh, 50 years. Congratulations to them. And uh, they got some great new models. We had fun going through them, and we enjoyed visiting with uh, with uh, our buddies uh, Mike and Nick, uh, who were uh, at the show. So fun stuff. Well, this is uh, still winter time, and even though we're down in Florida, this is the time of year uh, most RVers, whether they're snowbirds down here or back home in snowbound uh, northern states, dreaming of the next vacation, uh, this is the time of year when everybody starts to plan. Uh, and many people are going to RV shows. Uh, this is heart of the show season. They're looking to buy a new uh, RV. And I don't think there's anything more confusing than shopping for a new RV. You really do need all the research and help you can find. And uh, Keystone RV, who's sponsors of this next segment, is, uh, has made a guide available that we want to tell you about. You can get it at KeystoneRV.com. KeystoneRV.com. And it uh, talks to you about all of the different things that their different models have. And it helps you then plan, based on your needs, what works best with you, what best floor plan. What type of RV do you need? Do you need a towable? Do you need a fifth wheel? Do you need a toy hauler? What are all the differences? What are the floor plans like? Uh, one of the ones that they're featuring in this guide, by the way, is uh, we did a video on it the other day, and it's this new Montana 3623EB. And the EB stands for? Electric bike. And this was an amazing unit. It had a little slide out 
and a and a and a kind of a exclusive little mount that they had that would mount two electric bikes in this little slide out protected from the elements and very easy one-handed operation if you ever tried to lift a an e-bike you know they weigh like about 70 pounds so this was was awesome uh, and that is featured in this guide but this whole guide uh, talks about all their different models, the Montanas, the Cougars, the Alpines, the Arcadias, the Sprinters, and it really helps you find out what to look for when you start shopping for an RV. So pick up this guide from Keystone RV, KeystoneRV.com. There is a new development coming on the market for RVers in Tennessee. It's built by the same company we bought our land from. We just went to look at it, and it is amazing. Mountaintop property, great views, big woods, and trails close to the Buffalo River, like our property. Gorgeous countryside. It's only a few minutes from the Natchez Trace Parkway and an easy drive to Nashville. These are big properties, five acres and up, and the prices are great. There's even financing. We are really happy with our property. These guys do a great job. It's hard to find acreage where you can have an RV full-time, especially in popular destination spots. This is your property, your way. There's electric and high-speed fiber optic internet. No more crowded parks or reservations. You can stay as long as you want. Go to rvlands.net. That's rvlands.net. Welcome back, everybody. Time now for the RV news of the week. Well, you got to say, there's things in RV camping that you just don't plan on. And uh, more than 60 people camping at a Texas resort had to evacuate after a nearby river rose and flooded the area after heavy rains. This happened at the East Fork RV Resort. It's near Cleveland, Texas, and it's on the San Jacinto River. And when it flooded, man, those campers had to get out of there quickly. Well, I can't imagine being that agile and being able to move like that. And the RVers were lucky because there was a local VFW parking lot that they uh, got to use while they were waiting for the river for the flood water to go down. So lucky that they had a place nearby where they could go. And it's a good idea when you think through different situations you may encounter when RVing. You need to be aware of where you are, even like you think when you go to a movie theater or whatever, you know, where are the exits, you're on a plane, where are the exits? I think when you're RVing, it's something you don't think about. In water, flood water. I remember yeah. once we were in, um, I think we were in New York State someplace camping and we woke up and we were, oh, yeah. it was all flooded around us. Dog went out to go. <laughs> He'd do his thing and it was he looked at us and said, I ain't going out there but yeah, literally a water you know you when you used to tent you used to say well don't camp in low spots oh yeah you know you, you need to be aware of rain sudden rain and uh, it can get very wet and uh, you know yeah I think we get kind of lazy you know with when you tented you were always aware is it gonna rain what's the weather forecast and uh, if it floods uh, and what are we gonna put under this tent to take care of everything and that was so funny that that day when uh, Bo looked up at, we opened the door for Bo to go out and it was a flood everywhere and Bo just looked at us like, all right guys, what are we gonna do about this? I'm pulling up my WhatsApp because just today, uh, some uh, some friends of ours who uh, do YouTube videos were camping and I trying to think where they were. I think they were in uh, Oklahoma someplace and uh, they had the same thing. They, they showed outside all around was water from last night's heavy rain, the night before his heavy rains. But what they said is that, you know, we got, 
water boots. We got mud boots, but to get to them, we got to trudge to the back of the unit and open the storage <laughs> containers. So he had to get wet doing it. So anyway, uh, fortunately, nobody was hurt in this incident in Texas, but just be aware of the weather forecast and look around. And if your area is going to flood, you may want to hook up and move. Um, you know, we're still talking about the elements and they are unpredictable. Most of us aren't used to flash floods. No. Hey, there's a great story down in Florida that uh, uh, is always one of our favorite places to visit. It has to do with uh, manatees and it has to do with Florida's Blue String Blue Spring <laughs> State Park. And we have been there a couple of times. Uh, it's a great place to go in the wintertime to watch man manatees, these gentle sea cows like that uh, are all over the Gulf Coast here. Uh, in the, um, they're not very tolerant of cold weather, and I know the gulf out there today is 57 degrees, which is too cold for a manatee. So they come into the rivers and ponds and the springs, and they just reported, they did a survey last week, they found 932 manatees counted in a single day at uh, Blue Springs State Park. That's 200 more than the previous record. So uh, we know how cold, you know how cold it's been down in Florida in the last couple of weeks. Um, manatees are, are dying in huge numbers. 550, they estimate, died in Florida last year. Um, they're very fragile to cold weather. They seem, they're so gentle. They get uh, hit by uh, boats, uh, boats rushing through, not paying attention. They get, uh, many of them have propeller scars on their back. Um, if you're in Florida, see if you can get a, a, a reservation for Blue Spring State Park. If not, come by and visit, particularly in the wintertime and you will see some manatees and you will have a new love for these creatures. They're, they're awesome. They are gentle giants. Now you got a creature that maybe you won't have such a love for. <laughs> if you're headed to uh, Arizona Saguaro National Park, you know, anytime soon, the National Park Service wants you to be aware of unusual animal behavior. And recently, a 66-year-old man with a bobcat bit him. What are the Whoa. chances of that? Sending him to the hospital. And the National Park Service has received reports of abnormal animal behavior in foxes and raccoons. What if there's a disease or something? Well, that normally, yeah. that is a sign of rabies. That's usually the number one suspect in something like that. Odd behavior in animals. But they haven't found any animal carcasses so that they could test yet and, and confirm if it's really rabies. And when an animal has rabies, it may lose its fear of people, humans, act unusual, like it's sleepy, confused, or it could become aggressive. So rabies is almost always fatal if it's left untreated and is uh, generally spread through saliva as, you know, like you get, they bite you. So if you do get bit by an animal, any camera, just go get checked out in a hospital and they'll take care of you. Hey, last story is uh, hats off to our good friend Mike Neundorfer from Advanced RV. Now, if you're a regular, you know we've been friends with these guys for well over a decade, Mark, uh, Mike and his wife Marsha, and they make a very high-end, highly customized RV. They're started about 350,000, go up to 500,000 on the spinner chassis, beautiful RVs. Uh, well, Mike has been getting all sorts of national attention and I want to give him a, a, a shout out uh, for doing something that is pretty amazing. He has instituted on his own, uh, he had read an article and he just decided this makes sense. It's something he could do for his 50 employees. He instituted a four day work week. So they work four eight hour days they get the same exact pay they got when they worked uh, five eight-hour days. Uh, 
the one requirement he had is that it wouldn't affect productivity, and they did it. Uh, they have been doing this now for um, much of the past year. Uh, they take the 50 crew and they stagger their days off, and uh, they found some ways to make time more efficient. They got rid of a lot of the meetings that you know how it is in any kind of job, all the meetings you got to do, and they found uh, new procedures of doing stuff, new efficiencies, and everybody now has three days off a week, and they work four, um, same pay, and it works, and uh, he's had attention now from CBS, uh, CBS News, National News, uh, from NPR and, and other outlets, and uh, hats off to, to Mike uh, Neuendorfer and the crew at Advanced RV. We'll put a link in the show notes for this episode to a, a profile we did, a visit to their factory, and you can see what it's like there. Uh, at uh, uh, You can find our podcast show notes at rvlifestyle.com slash podcasts. I got to say, that was the cleanest uh, RV factory I've ever been to. Everything sparkles. Yeah, it really did. And great, great people. So. Yeah, wonderful people. Way to go, Mike. Uh, all right, when we come back, the questions of the week. Stay with us. When we're asked what's the most important modification we made to our RV, it's an easy answer. Battleborn batteries. Battleborn batteries are quality, safe, reliable lithium batteries that allow us to stay out there off the grid longer. Lithium batteries charge faster, they charge fuller, they're longer lasting, they're maintenance free. And battleborn batteries are protected by a 10 year guarantee. Now in our case, they just dropped into the existing AGM batteries that we have. And they'll probably be the same on your rig too. Battleborn battery experts can get those in your rig just like they did with ours. They can also match you up with the right cabling, the inverter, the charger, the solar controller, everything. Jennifer and I swear by our Battleborn batteries. They allow us to boondock off the grid. Check them out. Go to rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. Well, now it's time for your questions. And this week's question of the week is, are you ready? Hi there, newbie here. We'll pick up my class C on Wednesday. Two questions. First question is, uh, my plan is to go to pet friendly national parks and such. I uh, have an e-bike, but without a car, how easy is it to get to the places I would like to visit? Well, let's start with a couple things. One, um, pet friendly. National parks are not pet friendly. Not um, really. They, I mean, you can bring pets and you can keep them on a leash in the parking lot uh, or in the campground. Sometimes they have a little trail. Uh, sometimes, but not many times. So they have one. Grand Canyon has one. You can yep. take your pets around, uh, at least on the on the north, uh, north side, north sh no, the north uh, part of the park. But m national parks are not particularly known for being pet friendly. You mm -hmm. certainly can't have them on most of the hiking trails. So understand that. And then the second thing about e-bikes, they're also not very e-bike friendly. Um, most national parks do not allow e-bikes on any of the hiking trails. Uh, there are not a lot of places to drive around and look with an e-bike. And you want to look at how you're going to carry that e-bike. So uh, remember that e-bike weighs about 70 pounds and you can put it, you know, you want to uh, be able to put it up on the hoist if you're traveling with just uh, you and your dog or your pet. Um, so e-bikes and national parks and pets are not exactly pet friendly. Now you got lots of state parks, you got boondocking, many other places you can go with the e-bike. 
and your pets, but just be aware of that with national parks. Uh, that was the first part of their question. All right, and the second part of the question is, uh, I could have sworn that Mike said yesterday to not get the extended warranty from the dealership. Do we get any kind of warranty from somewhere else? All right, and these questions uh, came from Debbie and she was referring, she said last night, to our um, Ask Us Anything, which is uh, a weekly program we do on YouTube where we answer questions from you guys. Uh, yeah, I did say do not buy uh, a uh, extended warranty from a dealer. And I'll tell you why. It's because that is a huge profit center for many RV dealers. You'll get lots of, of quick, oh, just sign this here. And, and uh, our advice is not. We can almost always uh, tell you with certainty that you will save a lot more money if you uh, shop it around and find the company that offers the best rates. And we recommend to people that they use a company called Wholesale Warranties. And it's there's no obligation if you go to... Um, uh, wholesalewarranties.com slash RV lifestyle wholesalewarranties.com slash RV lifestyle you'll see a little form there and just you know type in what what your model and year of your RV is and uh, they will search all of the different companies that offer an extended warranty and you'll get the best price for what you need now there's a couple of things you want on a on a on a extended warranty. I mean, you want to make sure that it that it that it covers all of the electrical components on your RV, from the engine and the transmission, from failure of that down to coach components, uh, lithium batteries, inverters, converters, uh, all that stuff. Your jet, your alternator, generator, whatever you might have on that Class C. And you also want your heating system covered, your plumbing system covered. Um, your air conditioning, slide outs, that's another issue that can go wrong on an RV real easily, leveling systems, um, refrigerators, microwaves, all the stuff you want covered. And um, there's just, a, a, like you would expect, there's a great variation in the companies that provide it. But I can tell you that we have heard just nothing but good things about wholesale warranties. That's why we recommend them because for free you can get uh, a price check and it will say here's what you can find. I think what surprised me the most was learning that the typical RV extended warranty is not a monthly expense no. like in normal insurances are. Usually it's a one-time purchase that covers like for two to seven years. Yeah. And, and uh, once you have the warranty you're locked into that policy. And, and one of the things that you need to know is no matter what the dealer tells you, most of the major big items, you know, uh, are going to be covered by the manufacturer's warranty and it might not be any more than a year, it might not even be that. Most of the appliances in that RV have some sort of a warranty for, for you already. So there isn't this immediate rush that you have to sign at the dealership to get that extended warranty. Uh, so, so just back off, say you'll check on that, you'll let them know later. And then you can certainly get their price and then go to something like Wholesale Warranties and shop it around and see what else you can find. All right, you got a question for us or a comment on anything that we talked about? We do love getting your emails and we love to share them here on the podcast. Our personal email address is mikeandjen at rvlifestyle.com. So we'd love to hear from you. Well, we still have time to go out and enjoy the sunshine here in Florida. Oh, it's, I can't believe how beautiful it is. Yep. We'll, uh, you should see the Gulf. It's gorgeous today. 
picture. We show them. We'll give them a picture. We'll just throw it over. But those of you watching YouTube will put a couple of pictures on of the Gulf of Mexico so you can see how awesome it is. All right. I, I like it when it's calm like it is today, and I love it when there's big, powerful waves as yeah. well. Yep. I all like right. it all. Thank you guys so much for, uh, for watching. We'll see you online and uh, right back on the podcast next week. Happy trails.